Welcome, Sojourners. You have found yourself a cozy place in Sojourners Awake. I'm Jonathan, and this is our production of The Fairy and the Free. Like you, the Sojourners are on a mission. They face conflict, and sometimes even danger. Nothing good comes from this world while darkness reigns. And in this production, the Sojourners most recently decided the best way to get answers is to confront the chef of Bald Top Brew and discover the cause of this horrible incident, as well as the cure. Will they find that they themselves have the cure? Or will they discover themselves at the end of the line? And so for now, our story continues. In the month of Montan, the first cold air blasts through the library courtyard. After a heavy ice and snow, the entire citadel stormed their closets for warm coats, hats, and mittens. Candles sold quickly in the shops to keep up the light during the ever-darkening days. The bald top brew thrived with pilgrims and witnesses sporting warm drinks and illustrious readings. Three sojourners, Trina, Samoon, and Bertie, found themselves approached by Sylvia, one of the elf masters of the plains within the library, and she requisitioned them as wandering pilgrims to perform an unlawful task of breaking and entering and stealing a precious book. The book was sure to solve the illness that had been going around, and now mortally threatened a young man lying on his sickbed. Even now, Samoon also began to retrace the symptoms he too was experiencing all the way back to a soup that had been served the other night. Sojourners planned their mission, but not before they realized it benefited them to query Dumpo, the turtle chef at Bald Top. Dumpo was an albino turtle from Ethica, a far-off land of dense rainforests and rivers. Although not human, he blended well here at Bald Top as a pilgrim studying lore and seeking knowledge, but eventually served as a chef for the hungry travelers. As Bertie began to question the turtle, he increased in his hostility. Samoon and Trina heard the commotion above the chattering crowd in the tavern. Within the kitchen, the flames on the stove burned bright, pots boiled over with soup, and knives glistened in the hand of the livid chef. Everyone roll initiative. What a way to start the game. Right on the gate, man. I have an unnatural it's, 20. Everything's kind of happening all at once. So, non-natural 20 for Trina. Samoon? Uh, 15. And what did Birdie roll? Traina, Samoon, Dumpo, and Birdie. Okay, so the last thing that happened was Birdie punched Dumpo. The the yeah, the escalation took place. Birdie had smacked Dumpo right in the middle of him saying the ingredients oh, yes. in the soups. 
That was and funny to listen to. As he clattered his shell back up against the ladles and knives fell to the floor, Trina and Samoon, you knew exactly what was happening. Yes. Okay. Uh, so hearing this, uh, Trina just like, oh no, and she's going to jump up and rush back in here to see what's going on. Seeing every the commotion that's happening, I'm just like, hurry! What? What are you doing? This we were supposed to just talk. And I would like to. I want to cast Mage Hand and see if I can just grab Birdie by the shoulder and pull her back. I don't know if Mage Hand works that way, but that's what I'm going to try to use it for. You want to pull her back from Dumpo? Yeah, just pull her back so that she's not in his face anymore, because I want to try to de-escalate the fight. Absolutely. So, Birdie, you feel a Mage Hand gently touch your shoulder. Um, you know, you hear Trina's voice. Do you choose to resist it? Or do you choose to be pulled back a little bit? No, I'll resist. So what I'm going to have you do then is roll a contested check. So, um, Trina, if you would roll an Arcana check versus Birdie's athletics check. Uh, that's actually 21. No, that would be very low. Seven. Birdie, you are pulled back, unable to resist the power of this magical hand. Trina, anything else? Uh, no, that's it for now. Samoon, you are next up in the initiative. You've heard the commotion. You've seen the, the scene taking place. How do you proceed? Yeah, I'm just going to follow Trina. Uh, slower. I'm still showing physical weakness um, with the poison. Upon entering, I'm just going to look back and make sure no one's following. Like that everybody seems occupied. Do I notice anybody like catching on to anything happening into the kitchen with us approaching it or? And that's what you'd like to do during this whole time. I'm going to let you do a perception check and let's see how much you pick up about this situation. Plus three, so 18. 18. Yeah. Um, let's see. As you walk around the corner, you see that most everybody is occupied. You see that one of the doors on your far left-hand side opens up and gently closes shut. It almost appears as if someone unseen walked into the kitchen on the left side of the closet. So they would be going from the, the uh, uh, what's it called? Eating area. Eating area, yeah, the eating area into the kitchen. Into a side door. I'm going to uh, step up next to Trina. Trina, I don't think that we are alone in here. We must be very careful. Somebody else could be watching us. Of course we're not alone in here. Don't you see them? But yes, I see them, obviously. But I'm saying there is another door on the other side of the room. And we need to be very careful what happens next. I did not see the person, but I have a feeling that somebody else is in this room. Oh, okay. I guess hearing that, I just, I start to look around cautiously to see if I can see what he's talking about. Proceeding with caution, you stand at the doorway of this kitchen. Anything else you'd like to do? Yes, I would 
like to move um, into the kitchen, kind of keeping an eye on Dumbo, but acting as though I'm, I didn't see someone coming in on the left, but kind of walking in that direction, like purposely keeping my gaze fixed one way so as to not give a lead that I know that I'm walking towards someone's position potentially. So do you want to enter into the kitchen? Yes. Okay. Dumpo sees you, Birdie. Birdie, 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 you shouldn't have stuck your nose in things that don't belong to you. Then his eyes begin to glaze over black and you see a mystical dagger appear in his short stubby turtle hands. He says, the Lord of Murder says his blade must be satisfied tonight. And if you're gonna interrupt the process, then you're gonna pay. And he reaches to stab you with his aura of murder. He makes a plus four to attack and that's a six. Swing and a miss. How do you defend yourself? I mean, she just blocks with her arm. Well, with the umbrella in her arm, she was holding. You can now see the murder in his eyes. He smiles. At the top of initiative, it would be Trina's turn. No, I've Oh, sorry, Birdie, your turn. Dumpo, you're actually worshiping a god of murder? You're crazy. And then she, you know, kind of turns around and sees Trina and Samoon and goes, guys, Dumbo is possessed. And then she takes a full swing at Dumbo. 13 hit. Uh, that does hit. Seven points of damage. And what weapon did she use? My fist. Your fist? What? Holy smokes. <laughs> you punch him across the jaw and his blood begins spitting around. He just, his teeth now glistened white and red against his albino skin. Okay, Barty, that's the end of the turn. Now it's Trina's turn. Possessed? He's what? And like, I've seen all this happen. I'm just, uh, so my mage hand just dispels because I'm now um, realizing that this is not a fight I should have tried to stop. Um, however, having heard what um, Samoon said about somebody being in here invisible, I'd like to use my action to cast detect magic. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and see if I can sense anything. So I can sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of me. Yeah, what I say is you see a faint shimmer right here. <laughs> right in front of Samoon, you see Mr. Hearson. His arms hung down low and you hear the jingle of pills in his pocket. His comb over is wild and spread out. His eyes have blazed over black as well. Forming in his hand is a black dagger. He is not aware you've seen him. Nevertheless, he remains invisible to the rest of you. Is it right in front of Samoon? Yep. Okay. Um, man, I wish I didn't just use my whole action on a spell. Uh, yeah. So I have a bonus action. So for my bonus action, I'm going to uh, just turn around and I'm just going to shout, Samoon, get back! Uh, and then 
if I'm able to, I'd like to jump under like a table or something to hide. Because I am a rogue and not a wizard. Easy enough. Yeah, you can bonus action hide for sure. Okay, so I'm going to just hide myself under. I'm assuming this is a counter. Yep. Over here, so I'm going to hide myself back there. Great. All right, Simone, you've heard the cry of Treina. Get back, she says. How do you respond in this time of stress? I am going to jump back, uh, back toward the door. Uh, just a, uh, a quick defensive hop and get back from what? I don't see nothing. Did you see the person that came in? He's right in front of you. He's got a knife. Well, and then what am I? Am I standing next to any of the um, where is the stove in relation to the map? It's right behind you. So I'm just going to turn around and grab. Uh, is there any like super boiling liquids? You said that things are starting to boil over. I'm just going to grab like uh, a towel yeah. and grab a pot. And then I'm just going to slosh it straight forward. Interesting. I like it. <laughs> so very low DC, but I want you to make a sleight of hand check. An eight. An eight. You made it. Traina, the boiling water splashes right next to you, but having worked with your partner, you back up against the wall and you see Mr. Hearson's silhouette sizzle with boiling liquid and soup. As the soup begins caking on his body, you see this ghostly silhouette of a man covered in the soup that once poisoned you, Samoon. Garlic and onions and tomatoes drip from his body and you see a ghostly a uh, smoky blade forming in his hand. Anything else to move? I figure that would have been my main action. Is that the spell cast soup? <laughs> <laughs> Ash's caustic brew. There you go. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna yell. Trina, I see him. He's right there. Mr. Hearson turns towards you, Trina. Uh, Dumpo continues to take out his vengeance, serving the Lord of Murder against Bertie. With 18 to hit. Four points of piercing damage. And as his blade sticks in you, he begins cursing you. And it does another four points of damage. As you feel the smoky blade begin to sizzle and sting, he laughs and says, Bertie, you shouldn't have gotten in the mix of this. You're going to pay for this crack on my shell. He holds his ground. And it's your turn, Birdie. Birdie is going to use a bonus action to rage. And behind her as she's raging, and she has um, her feet, the hair on her feet start to stand up, and she starts to get angry. There is a, a faint shadow of an old woman smoking a pipe, um, sitting on a porch, singing a song with a guitar in her hands and she's singing a folk song and Birdie just starts to puff up and her her muscles and the hair on her head and body start to get angry and so that's her bonus action and then her she is going to take this umbrella and she is going to shove it 
basically as hard as she can, she's going to shove it into the turtle's front, like not in his shell, but like in his front, his soft portion of his underbelly. That would be a sword damage? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I treat it like a long sword. Okay. 17 to hit. Indeed. And with that, you plunge the umbrella into the soft belly of this turtle. He falls backwards over and kicks over, knocks over a another big, large pot of soup. The bowl falls on his head and the soup drains down on his body and he slumps to the ground dead. And the blade that was in his hand disappears. Pretty yells out, Dumpo! Sorry, Dumpo. His leg twitches a little. Mr. Hearson, thoroughly upset, laughs and cackles invisibly, the soup splattering from his mouth, and he says, Birdie, 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 you should have got yourself mixed up in this. And since we go back, I'll make your death quick. He turns invisible once again. And Samoon, you feel a blade stick into your back with a 21 to hit. Oh yeah. <laughs> he does another attack. 15 to hit. Yep. Oh, I rolled max damage on that. So that's gonna be 36 points of piercing damage. 36. <laughs> you feel the blade go into you and as he curses you in the name of the Lord of Murder, all, you feel your whole body seize up. It seems that this smoky blade does twice as much damage. Uh, that is very painful. And I'm going to fall to the ground unconscious. I am now he, in death saving throws. He then makes his appearance. You see before you as he appears completely visible, Mr. Hearson gone completely mad in service to this evil god, Ball. His eyes still black, his comb over spiky and wild, tufts of hair sticking out in greased fashion. And that smoky blade lingers, the soup drips upon your still body, Simone. That's my Simone. <laughs> yeah, this is getting interesting. So Trina, top of the round, um, Simone's on the ground, soup dripping on him. Seeing Simone fall to the ground, I just shriek out his name, just like, Simone! And I whip out my short bow, and I, from my hidden position, um, just fire right at the back, the spine of this murderer. Uh, do I get sneak attack if I hit? Because you are hidden, yes. Yay. All right, let me... Oh, that's right, I'm rolling real dice. Oh, that's a natural one. With advantage? Oh no, I didn't know I had advantage. If you're hidden, yes. Okay. That's much better. That's an 18. Surprisingly does hit. Well, it's an 18 plus um, okay. six, so. So that is five points of piercing damage to him. Uh, I think that, uh, I'd like to try to do hide again, but I don't know how you do those rules. So bonus action hide, now that he's seen you, you've got to make a very difficult stealth check. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to try to 
dive over to this table while he's watching me. So you I just guess have to the, 13 or higher, yeah. That is 11, 12, 13, 14, that's 15 for my stealth. So I just dive through the chaos and the smoke and make a new position. You are. You're well hidden, tuck and roll. You move behind a countertop as a rogue, determining the best place to take a next opportunity attack. Mm -hmm. uh, Samoon, it is your turn. Roll your death save. All right, so I've never done death saves before. So how does this work? You need to roll a d20, no modifiers. You have to get a 10 or higher. If you roll a natural 20, you are conscious. If you roll a one, that's two automatic fails. That's an eight. Eight. That's one one death fail. Gumpo is dead. Is dead. <laughs> he does not move. It, the suit pan still on him. Birdie, it's your turn. Okay, do I see the... I, he, he, he talked to me, so I see him now? <laughs> yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, bonus action, I'm still raging. I'm gonna reach over and grab a knife and chuck it as hard as I can at him. Okay. You're going for a 15? 15. 15 on the dot, hit. Roll your damage. 11. 11. 11. All right. That's a big knife. <clears throat> the knife, the arrow hit into both of his shoulders. He looks around and says, I see you have a taste for murder too, Birdie. Only idiots. All right. Anything for your movement? Or do you stay your ground? I stand my ground. I don't think that it matters, but I just realized I didn't roll my sneak attack damage on my arrow. Oh, that definitely matters. Okay. So it's two more D6s, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's seven additional points of damage. I'm sorry, it just popped into my head. That's okay, that makes a difference. Birdie, he looks around and sees no Traina and says, Birdie, 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 I told you to stay out of this business. This is murder. This is what he does. And so it's what we do. You gotten in the way. And he points to Samoon and says, he wasn't the first trophy. And technically even Dumpo counts. We prized and he looks at his knife and he notches another notch in his blade to count Samoon. And you see that there are four, the young man in the infirmary. And do you know what this spell does? Makes you appear dead. Do you know what it's like to be buried alive, Bertie? Three people here do, and you're next. He disappears from your sight and then appears right behind you, doing an 18 to hit, and then a 17 to hit. 32 points of damage. Birdie's out. Whoa. Shortest spinoff series ever. Birdie, you fall to the ground, feeling the cold blade, the smoky blade. And then he says, Come out and play. And he looks around for Trina. Mm. Trina, it's your turn. Okay. Yeah, I'll just shoot my bow again. So uh, I'm going to poke my head out and I'm just going to fire another arrow, um, aiming uh, for something vital. Um, that is a. 
like 26 or something to hit. I don't even know. It's a big you, number. You 18 strike, plus 6. Yeah, you strike him in the back. So that's... That is 13 points of piercing damage. You needed 4. Oh! As, he ec- as his voice echoes in the kitchen. Come out and play! Take it away. As he says that, I just... Um, I'm terrified, actually, so I don't say anything. I just stick my hand out, and I just say, please work, please work, and I fire that shot, um, and it just thumps. He said in his back, so just like right in his lower back, and he just falls to the ground, not even knowing what hit him as his spine is severed. His blade clatters to the ground a minute and then freezes, and unlike Udumpo's blade, it does not mist away. Birdie, you previously had an old halfling woman, an old henfolk woman, playing a guitar, a banjo, a ghostly figure. What does she appear like now? Um, she's younger. She's less looking like a grandmother and looking more like a mother, an angry mother who is staring down at her daughter who is laying on the ground lifeless and she cries a tear just one tear and it drops on birdie's head okay samoon please make your death save not 20. i have it <laughs> samoon whether they be the gods, the force of the universe, the presence of your sojourners, something miraculously brings you back to life. So as Samoon is lying there, uh, seemingly lifeless on the floor, um, to those with like a an attuned awareness uh, to sensory perceptions, notices like oh uh just a a, like a light feeling of air kind of just like swirls in beneath the door into the kitchen and just starts kind of going around Samoon's body and then eventually um, that feeling you can't see anything but the feeling of that air just hovers right over Samoon's chest and just like pushes straight down. And then Samoon just <gasps> just gasps with, uh, with a fresh breath of oxygen in his lungs. You look over and you see Birdie on the ground. Birdie, please make your death saving throw. 18. 18, the tear slides down your cheek and onto your lips. Trina, out of initiative, how do you progress? Um, seeing that Samoon has started breathing, I'm going to rush forward to uh, Birdie and drop down and put my hand over the bleeding part. And I'm just going to start shrieking for help. Just like, help, somebody, we need help. Anybody, a healer, medicine, quickly, come quickly. Um, and that I, all I know to do. You get the immediate I mean, someone walks by really quickly, sees Dumpo, the chef, sees Mr. Hearson on the ground, sees Birdie on the ground bleeding, Trina crying out, Samoon, everyone. It seems like this whole place has just been a death party. 
the, the witness just, oh, oh my gosh, and he yells and he calls out for help. And sure enough, right around the corner, Kalan, the gatekeeper, shows up. He pushes in really quickly. He takes off his purple robes and he rushes over to Mr. Hearson. He rushes over to Samoon. He looks to you, Trina, and then sees Birdie. He lifts up Birdie's head. In seconds, Birdie, you feel yourself stabilized. You have a faint vision of your mother quietly fading away, blowing a kiss, mouthing the words, I'll see you soon. Okay, okay so Birdie, Birdie wakes up and she has this faint mem- memory of um, being called a murderer. And so she goes over to um, Dumpo and she looks around and she says, can we heal Dumpo? Guys, can we heal Dumpo? I'm not a murderer. I want Dumpo to live. Kalan hears your voice and says, yes, yes, aid for everyone. And he goes over to Dumpo and they begin to look at him. An 18 and an eight on his death saves. Still stable, they bring him back to consciousness. They patch up the wound, stabilized. And I want to stand over him and look at him and say, I'm not a murderer. Dumpo's eyes now all red as usual, like an albino turtle, not blackened. He looks at you and says, Hey, Birdie, I didn't know you was working today. Birdie, from lack of blood, you begin to stumble and Kalan and a couple of the witnesses put you down on a stretcher. You and Samoon are ushered off into the sick bay. Trina, you're sitting once again in the house of healing, in the waiting room. The priest formally comes to you with his hands ringing and says, Trina, they're they're gonna be okay. I don't want you to worry. they just need a couple of days of mending. And um, it's amazing The Samoon almost <laughs> seems like he didn't take any problems at all. He's actually sitting up and very thoughtful. He, he appeared to me. He's awake now if you want to go talk to him. Birdie might need a little bit of rest. Huh? Trina, she's just sobbing her eyes out and she's just like, you have, you have to, you have to, oh, I'm sorry, it's so hard. The turtle, you have to put him in jail. He's an evil turtle. They said that they were murdering people. They were serving some god of murder and they buried people alive. Whoever has died of the poison, you need to dig them up. They might not be dead. And she is just spilling everything that she has heard. Like, Please, you have to save them. They said that that they buried them alive, that it wasn't really death, and and that evil black blade only makes you appear dead. And she's just like going on, and then kind of comes calms down and goes, "You said Samoon's awake." Just wipes her her tears. You hear the voice of Kalan, the gatekeeper. Yes, he is. I will go with you, and we'll talk together. Okay. Kalan takes the initiative, leads you in the room. 
Birdie, what would you be doing about this time? She awake? You, if you would like to be. Yeah. I have things to say to her if she's awake, so. Yeah, it's it's up to you. You just survived a harrowing ordeal, so I'll leave it up to you. She's counting her toes. She's looking down, <laughs> making sure that her oh, she has all of her toes. Trina, you see that the small oil lamp is still burning in Birdie's room, and her door is cracked open, and you can hear her counting. One, two, three, four. Wait, 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 wait. I want to hang on. And I just burst into her room and I like fall on my knees on her bed. I'm like, Bertie, I'm so sorry. I didn't know he was a murder turtle. I shouldn't have tried to stop you. And I feel like it's all my fault that you got so hurt. I'm so sorry. Bertie reaches her hand down, kind of grabs Trina by the collar and picks her head up off the bed. <laughs> um, Elf lady, I'll, I'll be okay. I've had worse. Trust me. Okay. You've had worse. We need to talk about your life history. Samoon, you are feeling surprisingly well. And for the first time, your stomach is no longer queasy. And you have the strength to stand up. You hear Trina just sobbing her eyes out, calling out for Birdie in just the room across the hall. Patting myself down. I am amazed to be alive. And um, so my general garment. So Samoon has like um, an olive complexion. And uh, as an Air Genasi described before, instead of being like the generic, he's either blue or gray or red or whatever, he's actually got human skin tone. Uh, however, being an Air Genasi, he's got white tattoos that are kind of uh, coming from his hands up his forearms and he's noticing um he takes a quick glance like as he has like a little bit of a of his tunic on uh, a white kind of um kind of like a burst mark right in the center of his chest hmm. and uh he's just like that is new and then he hears hearing trina's voice oh, my friends and i'm gonna run across the hall and person that you are alive! I am alive! We are alive! What happened? Did we did we get the guy? What happened? I would like to hear what happened. Kalan sits there in the doorway and motions you in. You find a small chair to sit down. There's a couple beds you can recline upon. I also would like to find out what happened. Why you were assaulting the chef and the manager of the Bald Top Brew. They deserved Wait. it. You seem to have something on your mind, Trina. Perhaps you should tell me. They were, they were. <sighs> she like takes a moment and she's like, they were evil, evil creatures who were poisoning the patrons so that they could serve their murder god. And Harrison said he had a notch of people that he had killed and the the, the sick man was one of them and they counted Samoon and he even counted uh, Dumbo, but he shouldn't have because first of all, he's alive and second of all, it wasn't murder, it was self-defense. He attacked us first. We just wanted to ask him why the soup was making everyone sick and he just went crazy. He looks to you, Birdie. Five, six, seven. Birdie. What? 
I asked a question. Did you hear what I asked? Um, Dumpo tried to kill me, so I accidentally killed him, but I'm not a murderer. I was just trying to get him to tell me what he put in the soup. Well, if it makes you feel any better, you did not kill him. You just knocked him out for a bit. Well, he kind of deserved that one. Yes, if we had not given him medical attention, he would have slipped away, but... You should have let him stay dead. Just so you know, I'm not a murderer. I want to put that on the table and leave it there. I don't think you are. I just want to make sure to get all the facts. Yes, Dumpo is alive. Um, You'll be interested to know that Mr. Hearson is not. Good. Why is that, Trina? I just told you they were evil people serving a murder god. Dumpo and Mr. Hearson. He's the one who tried to kill Simoon and Birdie. He's the one who injured them so badly. Did you get the black blade? He smiles, pulls back his robe, and you see the blade on his side. Don't tell me you're one of them too! Trina, I am not one of them. Did he happen to say who them was? Did anybody catch that? You said murder something, did you? Can I make an intelligence check? Because I want to know if Trina remembers. (laughs) Uh, Trina definitely heard. Okay. Ball. The okay, god that's of right. murder. Yep, yep. How could I forget that? It's all right. Um, so it's like, he said he was serving Baal, the god of murder. I haven't. That doesn't sound like a very scary god. I mean, you throw a ball around? He stifles a chuckling. It's. Well, working by himself, no, Baal is not scary, but his followers can be incredibly dangerous. This blade indeed is a tool used by the followers of Baal, the cults of the dead three, they call themselves. They serve undeath, murder, and war. They seek to cause violence, senseless acts of violence whenever possible. You said the soup had something to do with this? I think Dumpo was putting stuff in the soup to make people go crazy and maybe undead or like zombies. Deadly nightshade. Nightshade? That's what they said. That's what I smelled. Can't where, did you, where did you smell this? In the soup. Actually, she smelt it on my clothes. Which, which was covered, in, covered the in the soup. Do you still have that? My clothes? Specifically uh, the soup upon your clothes. Can I tell if this guy's honest? Yeah, you can roll an That's insight That's an excellent check. question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have not washed my laundry, so... Perhaps it is still on the clothes. Uh, Let me go get it from my room. Take your time. Exit to the room. 20. Unnatural. Birdie, you're definitely picking up good vibes from this guy. He collectively, y'all can tell he is, maybe as the story begins to settle, you realize that during the dinner rush hour, violence just erupted in the kitchen. A fight broke out. And then Kalan arrives to see people dead on the floor, Trina standing over body, and he seems to be just wanting to collect the facts. His wink at Trina, his smirk, lets her know that she can trust him. Go ahead, Samoon. Coming back into the room. Uh, Yes, here is my cloak. Uh, You can inspect it if you would like. We will, thank you. 
I'll mm-hmm. make sure it gets back to you. Okay. Is there anything else, any other detail you might want to tell me? How many people have died from the soup poisoning so far? From the sickness that you didn't think was soup poisoning? If it's the work of the Cult of the Dead 3, I don't think it's soup poisoning. It's more likely okay. a curse. The three of them, you said three? The Cult of the Dead 3, yes. The God oh, of the I'm Death. Oh, I'm sorry. Absolutely. They're a, not very potent deities, so they tend to work together. They said that there were three buried alive. Have we had three funerals recently? We have. Dig them up. They're probably not dead. There is nothing more horrifying than being buried in the earth and trapped. You're going to go dig up zombies now? We will investigate this. No, don't just investigate it. Do it like now. Have you ever been stuck in a tree before? I mean, the earth. I'm sorry? Oh, with respect and care. Trina, when you say that, you hear a voice cackle, a laughter, and you can't help but look from where it came, and there's a black cat in the window licking her paws, an avatar of sorts that should remind you of someone. I'm going to fall quiet. (laughs) With respect and care, yes, we will look into this. I don't think anyone's been buried within the last day. If what you say is true, the outcome is very grim. Stay here for now, for tonight. I ask that because of what happened, you stay within your quarters. I think it's perfectly fine if you all decide for safety's sake to, or companionship's sake, stay together for the night. I've instructed the priest to keep a lookout and if you do leave the premises, to let one of us know. This is for your safety. This is until we figure out exactly what happened. I'll let you know I am talking to Dumpo, and we have powerful abilities to also talk to Mr. Hearson as well. We've shut down the bald top brew for now. We'll investigate the kitchen. We'll look for this poisoning. We want to believe what you say. Sylvia tells me, I mean, I have known that you were on a mission. He stifles a, he stifles a smile, realizing he's told a little too much. Oh, you Do we said- know where Dumpo is? Uh, Dumpo is in a house of healing. Not this one. No. <laughs> Given your testimony, it's a little bit more confined. Given the blade we found on Mr. Hearson, it's a little more confined. Birdie, the fact that you were with Treen and Samoon allowed us to keep you in here rather than with Mr. Dumpo, with Mr. Hearson and Dumpo. It seems like only 12 hours ago you were working with them instead of these two. Well, I went on break and then I... Th- I think I got fired. I think Sylvia told me you conveniently resigned. Oh. He looks to each of you, offering a reassuring smile and eyebrows raised for any last questions. I have a question. Is the gentleman who is still ailing in the medical bay still ailing in the medical bay? Does he still need the specific help? He does. He doesn't seem like he's gotten any better. Okay. Samoon, I expected you to be far less worse. It seems... Maybe something cured you. I don't, if you have the answer. Otherwise, I will be forward and honest. We need that book as soon as possible to save this young man. Anybody going to be checking that we're confined in our quarters? Just curious. Do you got patrols that come around? I just need to know how often room service is coming by because I need to be taken care of. I have needs. Are you attempting to be coy? Deceptive? Yeah, I'm... 
I'm trying to get him to yeah. tell me if I can expect people coming by our door and what the schedule is so we know how to play the system. With, And I'm hoping he's picking up what I'm putting down. No, he, he is. Kalan is definitely astute. He can definitely pick that up. He lowers his voice a little bit and says, I know the quiet hours for the priest are between 11 and 1, so you might want to keep your voice down then. He looks to Simone and Bertie. I'm really tired. Well, since you are taking my jacket, might I have one in return? Because as you can see, I am not from here and it is very cold out there. It is, it is. Um, I'm sure the priest of healing has a couple jackets for you. Can we, I'm sorry, I'm leaving now. Can we get a jacket for Mr. Samoon? Yeah, of course. I'll bring one right out. Ah, thank you, sir. Simple ask. It's 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Kalan turns away, walks briskly outside, bundling himself up in the cold night air. The priest brings your jacket. Well, you're on the mend. <laughs> you know, I am learning each day that what I thought I knew, I don't actually know. Boy, if that isn't the truth. I mean, I just found out that I'm not even related to my parents. <laughs> Didn't expect that today, but uh, I'll be pouring over this letter for a while to try and figure out where I belong. But you didn't but need to know that. They just wrote you a letter and told you you were adopted? Well, no, they wrote me a letter letting me know that I wasn't included in the will. And so I had to beg a little bit of the question only to find out that no, I actually did not belong to the family. And all of course, my siblings knew all the way growing up. So they insisted I not be included in the inheritance. So I just, I don't know. I, I guess I've got a lot of thinking to do. That's terrible. Oh, it's, I That's mean, what are you going to okay. do? Okay. I mean, you what spend... are you going to do? I mean, you can go murder your siblings and then you won't have anybody to compete with you in the will. Ah, looking at the situation, he kind of looks and says, you know, murder might be some people's speciality and time and well, place, I suppose, but not my Banish thing. them to another plane if you must. The dreamland is lovely this time of year. And then by the time they come back, it'll be like a thousand years. But they won't miss you. It'll be a day. He looks at you very seriously and and kind of squints his eyes as if you were offering something. He's like, can you do that? I mean, I, I could ask around, see if I can pull some favors. I think I'll just, I'll just read a good book tonight. How about that? Okay, but I recommend planar travel. <laughs> he just flustered at the thought of banishing his parents and siblings. Well, not the parents, just the siblings. The, I, yeah, I, I, I don't even know what to say of that. He turns around and just shuffles through a couple books and comes back in the room, realizes he left his will upon the bed and quickly picks that up and stumbles away. Wait, 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 what's your name? He looks back and says, are you serious? I'm just curious. I thought we were becoming friends. I'm Eldon. Nice Eldon. to meet you. What a lovely name. I'm sorry for what you're going through. I know what it's like to lose everything. I thought I was important too. She just like pats him on the back. Have a good night. Takes a deep breath and smells a seasonal smell. 
off of your heritage, what would that be? Uh, I am a in the season of spring, so it's wildflowers um, and a warm like breeze in the field. He takes that and says, "You smell like." A warm breeze and flowers. And then his eyes get kind of big and he backs up and says, I am sorry. I've had a hard day. Please just don't, just ignore anything I say. Hey, uh, you can smell me too. Here. She kind of sticks out her foot. He honestly just cracks up laughing at that and just nervously looks around and looks at you, Samoon, and says, I don't even want to know. And then he walks away. Hi, Elden. I like Elden. Karina does too. (laughs) The night waxes on. Birdie, you have one hit point. She's sleeping. Okay. Birdie conked out on the bed. Samoon, you also only have one hit point. After processing this night, considering everything that has occurred, you find a moment of silence in the house of healing earlier and across the hall in the next room you can hear the young man coughing a little bit shuffling in his bed trying to find a little bit of comfort and sure enough right around 10 11 o'clock it begins to get quiet you can start to hear Eldon dozing off in this area Samoon this house of healing what's something you notice What's something you are paying attention to? Samoon is contemplating um, the events of the day. And he's just kind of rubbing his chest in this type of motion. And he's just focusing on the sound of the wind creaking and the wood and on the roof and how even though it's outside of the building, he feels kind of connected to it in a subtle way. And so he's just reflecting. You can hear the window panes creak gently and the wind howl through some of the leaky seams in this house of healing. Every once in a while, the wind changes drastically, sporadically, in a tiny little gust draft of air moves through the room. Picking up on this, Trina, how do you respond and to what do you notice? I would like to walk to the window and look down and see if I can see the cottage from the window that we're supposed to be infiltrating. I believe you could, across the court of air, almost planted in a very authentic way, not organized with the rest of the development of Bald Top Library or the Citadel. A small cottage stands there independently, almost mm-hmm. defiantly, unwilling to move. I'm just studying that, feeling the breeze and uh, just looking, do I see the lights are still on? How late at night? Or does it look dark like he's gone to bed early? Just trying to assess whatever I can learn about uh, this place that we're going to hopefully sneak into. 
it's easy enough to see the cottage, but I will let you do a perception check to see if you can pick up on one hint. That's going to be a four. It's a beautiful college cottage. The only thing you notice is that the front porch light is shimmering and glowing, illuminating the front steps leading up to the door. There's windows. There is a root cellar. There's a small little chimney and the smoke plume has all but died out. There are no real lights on coming through the window. Seems quiet. Birdie, how do you appear in this time? She's snoring. She's dreaming about... She's dreaming about um, what transpired in the kitchen and wondering in her dream how Samoon has sort of recovered really quickly. And she's daydreaming about Trina giving Samoon a true love's kiss and him waking up. And that's why he's so much better. That's exactly what happened, 100%. (laughs) Every story comes to an end, so for now we must conclude. Thank you for listening, Sojourners. Your attention will not go unrewarded, and we look forward to continuing this adventure. If you enjoyed this background music and ambiance, you should check out Tabletop Audio. Find them at www.tabletopaudio.com. And take the time to sojourn with us. For articles on playing your very own Dungeons & Dragons games, visit www.sojournersawake.com. And as always, Sojourner, may your story continue.